you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And uh, they're Boucherode, a.k.a. and FTs, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> let's talk about that. And uh, as oh. I get sued for copyright infringement by MBT. Um, it's okay, we'll just like get them uh, on to react to Vanguard cards. This is the second time this has happened, right? I didn't even know about the first time, I'm going to be honest. Maybe. Yeah, this is the second time. Okay, the so for those... was like some other collab that was small and probably relevant, but... Yeah. For those who don't know, uh, Boucherode collabed with uh, Epic, which is a cryptocurrency uh, thing. Yep. And now if you pull up, what rarity was it in the new... It's player? LSRs. It's only okay. the, like bullshit rarity anyways. If you pull an LSR, meaning the like higher rarity version of the high rarity stuff, you get an NFT of that card. A proof of opening. Mm -hmm. You can prove to everyone that you're the one who opened this, unless you buy it, in which case you could prove to everyone that you're the one that opened opened this, but you're not. Anyways, I don't really understand what the appeal of this is, except to be like, Hey, look! I opened this. Except, like, even that doesn't even mean that. And apparently, they're like not getting money from this either. Which I have a theory that because when NFTs first started taking off at the beginning of the year, I saw a lot of Japanese artists like taking it at face value. So, like, my theory is that because Bushiro is a Japanese company, and even the EN side of things is largely run through Southeast Asia, that they just legitimately did not think this would be a problem. Yeah. It's also curious that this is only the English product, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know how much this stuff has a hold in Japan. Like, I did a quick Google search about Epic. Apparently, they have their hands in things like Nintendo, Universal, uh, Tencent, which is a huge Chinese conglomerate that everyone hates, but whatever. But also, it's hard to take that at face value because NFT companies just lie about this shit. Yeah, and... Uh... Yeah. And are a huge grift, and they crashed earlier this year, and everyone kind of thinks they're dumb. That was incredible. Yeah. I, I, my favorite part about the, uh, what was it, uh, Tether crashing? No, it wasn't Tether. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, sorry, I don't remember what which uh, which uh, stable coin it was. Uh, but Or Luna. It was Luna, right? Yeah. So the funny part about that stable coin crashing is, like, the vibes were off. That was it? The vibes, that, that, were, the off. vibes were off. And so it was like, well... It's like mm-hmm. instead of the stable coin is supposed to like match the price of a dollar. Yeah. Which is weird, but whatever. Um, yeah. And somehow like things were, things just got off and it just started crashing. And well, it doesn't mean a dollar anymore. So mm-hmm. your cryptocurrency fails. Yep. Money's not real. We made it up. Yada, yada. Look, we're, we're not really, uh, you know, we're not a political podcast. We're like all three of us are pretty left leaning, but it's not. I know you, that's not what you want to hear on a Vanguard podcast. So let's just kind of talk about why Boucherode would do something like that and how the community reacted because uh, people people started dunking on him pretty quick. Yeah. yeah, so there was kind of like 
I'm going to say there were like two phases. So the original phase was the dunking because like mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to like dunk on this and be mm-hmm. like, this is a shitty thing. You should probably shouldn't have done this. It doesn't really like we don't really gain anything from this. And apparently neither do you, <laughs> except that we're mad, which is a weird decision for Bougie number one. Mm-hmm. But then like as time went on, people were just kind of like people started like mm, bargaining where they're just like, well, you can just not redeem it. You can just not, you know, it's not a huge deal, whatever. And I'm just like, 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 why? What? What? What does Bushiroad gain from doing this? Like, if why, they're not getting paid, like, apparently nothing. I, like I said in the beginning, I just legitimately think they took this. They took NFTs at face values and just thought it would be neat. I believe it's, that. Okay, so here's the good thing about this. One, it doesn't make the cards that you're looking for harder to find. True. Two, I mean, it's only for LSRs to begin with, so like it, this it's, does yeah, not exactly. affect anything. It's only for LSRs to begin with. It's not like something where, oh, the LSRs in the set are NFTs or something. Also, uh, like the redemption slip is just like a tiny piece of like regular ass paper that looks like garbage. I imagine that half the people who open this shit are just not going to see it. Yeah. Three, uh, no one really cares about who opened the card. The point of trading card games is to have the card, to play the card, or to, yeah. I don't know, collect it. I just don't it, understand you know? what I mean, the point is. Well, LSRs are bullshit collector rarity to begin with. True. Yeah. So. The it, like it, it's kind of the thing where it, it's psychic damage. It's not really anything that affects how like what happens with the game, uh, how hard it is to get the cards. It doesn't affect the meta at all. Uh, True. So it like in the end, I kind of feel like this is a dunk on them for doing something stupid. And if uh, Rupier, if your theory is to be believed, it's you know they didn't have to pay epic for for yeah. this well um, i mean why would they pay them for this like they would be getting paid but but apparently they didn't get it done yeah but apparently they're also not getting paid for it so yeah if so, that is to be believed the only logical explanation is that they just did not pay attention and legitimately thought it was a good idea well so, one thing that uh whatever well, one thing i do dislike about this for kind of regardless of it not affecting like the card game at all mm-hmm. is um Basically, like, the goal of these NFT, like, these, like, crypto companies are to make... So, a common problem with cryptocurrency is, like, there's not a lot to, like, spend it on. Mm-hmm. So, NFTs are kind of started trying to... They had a strong push because, you know, you kind of need something to spend your currency on. You need to justify your own existence. That, that's, exa- yeah. that's exactly right, right? Yeah. And I think, like, accepting, like, NFTs for your game or whatever... Um, kind of lets them get what they want of like just having NFTs everywhere, mm-hmm. so that they're kind of like a normal thing that people are like, oh yeah, NFTs, instead mm-hmm. of like, mm, now I'm good. I but that's kind of that, like the yeah. That would have been more of an implication or something to look out for if this happened in like May. That could be true, but it's November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that doesn't mean they're not trying, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it just seems like because it, I think because the community uh, reacted so quickly in dunking on it, um, because I think a lot of the Vanguard community is like 
you know, either apolitical or kind of center left leaning, uh, they realize that NFTs are stupid. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you don't really have a lot of like libertarian tech bros playing card fight Vanguard. I wonder. I think we could find some. I don't know. As somebody Probably. named Atlas, I want to punch every libertarian in the face, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> ask me to shrug for you and I will kill you. Um, I'll do it then. No. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I think this is just like a little uh, bump in the road thing. I do think it'll have like a larger yeah. implication of... Uh, I mean, trying to explain the game to other like this is card fight vanguard they're like isn't that the thing where like there's no nfts associated with it You're like no one's it. really going to care about that i doubt like, anyone even knows like the only people who even know that this is vanguard people right yeah and like long term i doubt this is going to have like a huge impact on the game like one way or another hmm. it just sucks that like this is what but people are apparently focusing their energy on instead of like Making the game better. Or Deer Days being $70. Yeah. I mean, we're also complaining about that, but is it is it being pre-ordered on Steam now? Like, can I see if it's bullshit on Steam too? I, I Honestly, when I, when I heard Deer Days was 70 I thought it was a mistake. Yeah, same. I was like, there's no shot. Like, and why? Then, um, because, like, it's normal price, like, regionally, like, elsewhere. Mm -hmm. It's like it has normal regional pricing. It's just seventy dollars here for yeah. reasons unknown. Still doesn't have a price on Steam. And yeah. then there's that weird thing where like people are like, okay, so with a VPN, you can pretend you're in this country and then get it for normal price. I'm like, that's not the point. The point is that for anybody who I don't know, maybe sees an ad for it or something, is going to see the seventy dollar price tag and be like, ew. If it yeah. were fifty. Like I think that like like uh, Vanguard EX was, mm -hmm. I think that'd be perfectly reasonable. I'd go closer to like forty based on like other card game video games, but like yeah, like fifty dollars you could probably swing it. Also, like paid DLC in waves is very annoying. Mm -hmm. That yeah. bothers me too. And also being seventy dollars and paid DLC, but if it were fifty with paid B paid DLC, I think there'd be a lot less barrier there. Mm -hmm. Like people would feel more comfortable with that somehow. Look, it, it doesn't make sense. It's just is what it is. Yeah. Um, if you like, we're probably not going to get it unless the price drops. But if you do want us to get it, patreon.com slash nexus. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it on Steam. There's a distinct <laughs> possibility that it's cheaper on PC for whatever fucking reason. You know, that is true. Well, I'll just, uh, well, I'll just backseat a root beer while he plays Dear Days. <laughs> yeah, we'll just run a stream that Thursday. <laughs> not when, when does it come out? Idea. It just it, uh, I think it's in November 16th or 17th. It comes out right before Pokemon, which is I a mistake. See. That's also stupid. Also That's a week bad. after God of War. Yeah. Why would you put that in between there? Uh well, also, because like, they don't Warfare know. is a thing too. Oh yeah, people do play Call of Duty, huh? I know, right? I I didn't that? think that that was a similar audience. I thought I mean, I mean, Call of Duty is very wide-reaching. It's hard to know yeah. who plays it and who doesn't. Like, the point is, there are a ton of other games coming out that would eat into the player base for this. I mean, obviously, you, uh, you know, there's no right time to release it in terms of, like, 
no video games coming out, but for a similar audience like Pokemon, well, holiday season is always packed. Like this time of year is a terrible time to release a smaller game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for go for like mid mid to late January or something, where where all you ran out of holiday games and you're like, I'm bored. You can release a small game this kind of year if you're like kind of away from the genres of like Pokemon, mm-hmm. for example. Like mm-hmm. if you released like a boomer shooter in this time of year, I don't think your sales would really be affected. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, it's not a boomer shooter; it's a anime card game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think like seventy dollars for a niche anime card game is just like, what are you doing? Yeah, I think the I think there are, I think a lot of Vanguard players who are going to buy it anyway are not really going to be affected by being seventy. I mean, they're going to be like annoyed slightly, but they're still going to buy it. But yeah. uh, it, it, it definitely the people who like are I've only like heard of Vanguard or you know were like oh yeah I'll check it out oh it's seventy dollars no I'm not just kidding yeah exactly I'll just go uh, back to playing Master Duel or something yep so yeah that's uh, that's the thing with Deer Days and still no uh, no online claim that doesn't suck. So. If it ends up being like you know fifty or sixty dollars, I'll think about it. Fifty, fifty, I'll probably snap it. Sixty, I'm mm-hmm. probably not going to bother. Mm-hmm. But I might. But seventy, I'm just like, Neugh. yeah. Because no. I'll because I'll, I'll probably still be playing God of War to be honest. Because <laughs> God of War Ragnarok comes out in a week. I, I think I would rather just get I don't know Skyward Sword HD or something. If I'm, I be... never want to replay that game ever again. They, I really think it came down to people's, uh, like, setups. Like, if your setup didn't work with it, like, it, it was real bad, but... Man, my, maybe, I maybe the lucky. developers should have had a, is your TV needs to be set up exactly like this guy? They really, <laughs> I, I think they really should have, because um, if the bar, the bar had to be below the TV, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, that's where mine yeah. was, and it was still, like, annoying. I know, but, with I thought, the... but it's, it's weird because Twilight Princess played fine. Yeah, um, and if Skyward H- Sword was just worse, HD has uh, they have uh, button controls now, so you can do it with a Switch or a Pro controller. So can you, that's something. Are you still restricted on where you can save? I don't know. Okay. Um, Important. I just know that that's a thing where, they, where like the whole gimmick of like one to one sword play. They're like, "Fuck it, buttons. You can have buttons." Also, <laughs> we, we turned five way the fuck down. So, yeah, the 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 motion controls were a little wonky for sure. But I didn't think they were that bad in other games. Like, I didn't think RE Four was that bad. I didn't think um, again Twilight Princess was that bad. Mm-hmm. It was just like Skyward Sword was particularly bad. Yeah, which is curious to me. Something, something about that Wii Motion Plus. Um, so I guess we 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 have a few more uh, top eights from over the weekend. We sure and do. I, I I just want to like, okay. So for anyone who can't see this because they're listening on Spotify, uh, top eight for Myanmar's premium: one uh, Shield Fisher Mega Colony, one sure. Aqua Force, one Spike Brothers, one Murakumo, one Great Nature. One OTT, presumably Battle Sisters. One Kagura, Lawkeeper. It was Battle Sisters. And one and one Neonectar, Lust of Tears. Huh. Yeah. Well, you know. The fuck is this? Uh, uh, you know, it's eight different decks. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. That's Out right. of ten, or whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Some locations have pretty small, uh, pretty small regionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the Myanmar one was uh, particularly, uh, particularly small for sure. Yeah, and but... I think the same was true for for V I'm not sure how small the other events were, but it was it uh, it was like fifteen or twenty people, I believe, somewhere in there. The For for V, it's a lot less uh, varied. Three Genesis, two Narakami, Royals, Nubatama, and Gold Paladin. And nobody on um, Steam Maidens. Interesting. Interesting. No. But somebody on Shiranui. Yeah, that's Hell also yeah. that 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 really uh, interested me. Coincidentally, I also just finished filming the. What's the um, royal deck? Is it um, Jewel 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 Got it. Yeah. Um. I just finished filming the Vita Premium transition for Nuvatama, and I don't know. They're an interesting plan, and uh, they're in a rough spot after they got, you know, Jamio. Mm-hmm. Jamio was just good, and then yeah, uh, that card's messed up in Premium. It is. Yeah. Um. They. It's really hard to make a like gimmick like that fair. You're right. Hundred uh, percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with how many cards people see in premium. Mm-hmm. Like Jamio just gets more powerful the more like people are seeing. Yeah. I, I think like, uh I think what what's his face? Rakuto or something? The one that like okay, you can keep four, you have to bind the rest, but you get them back at the end. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I I think that's a good example of that sort of thing done right, but we should uh, just bring back Dominate. I mean, I guess they technically did, but they made it a token. Mask well, of domination. When what is it called? A, what do they call it? A ma- is it a mask of domination? I think I, so. Mask of domination token, tom- domination token, something like that. But they did that specifically because dom- dominate in general was like a rulings nightmare, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I get, but I thought it was a neat idea where it came from. Yeah, you, they could just like because Bushiroad said so their way through it. To be honest, yeah. And just be like, it works this way. And it's like, okay. Oh, I forgot they just released both forms in the same set. Yep, sure did. Oh, Shiranui, yeah. Yeah, and Shiranui Oboro. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, looking at Man- uh, Manila, too, I think that was over that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty, pretty normal. Yeah. yeah. Three Narakami, two Ver- Grand Blue, two Bermuda, two Link jo- one Link Joker. So I think we have, like, a, a roughly... Uh, solidified meta. You have Narakami, Grand Blue, and Pale Moon in like the top sphere, and then everything else is just kind of like I mean, I probably the... put Bermuda, I'd probably put Bermuda mm. higher than like Pale Moon Bermuda's been topping more. What's the uh what's the other Bermuda deck other than Highlander there? Looks like Tira Anjay, which still just plays like Highlander. Never mind, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Sorry, I thought Bermuda. it was something else. Um, no, like Bermuda right now is just d- seven different flavors of uh, Highlander. Gotcha. Oh, we're finally getting the um, the Dote promo. Yeah. In the worst possible way. Yes. <laughs> I need the fucking Eva promo. Kill me now. Yeah, you do. Oh, the, the Eva promo? Um, yeah, that is not that, that is, is not even negotiable. I was I was at Frank's. Uh, Frankenson, and they were opening those promo packs, and they pulled like six of those. I should, you should have told me. I would have, would have gotten some for you. <laughs> I've been talking about it. I know, Ooh. but 
I, I didn't know if you had like pre-ordered them or picked them up somehow. I don't know. Did you uh, all see that uh that Puerto Rico is being streamed for a while? Yes. No. That was so dope. Yeah, so they were streaming they were streaming the Puerto Rico BCS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they got told to stop. By Bushiro. Why? Uh, they didn't clear it beforehand because right. you know, Bruce Road has a brand. They gotta like say, they gotta make sure everything is all clear for their stuff so like next time they want to stream something they just gotta run it by bushy road first yeah just ask him like once they announce the event be like hey do you mind if we stream this like we'll keep it clean yada 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 mm-hmm. okay uh, that's fair I yeah, guess. yeah. And, uh, they did the... allow the vods to be uploaded later on that's true okay although um my friend noman uh <laughs> was playing was in the uh I, I i don't know if he got to finals actually he might have i don't remember but there's like a the vod of him playing against Dimension Police, mm-hmm. and it shows like uh, the the Dimension. It's like shows the Dimension Police players attack with Vanguard, flips over trigger, and then Noman just extends the hand immediately. <laughs> just like all right, part this, I'm done. You know, a tail and two images. Yeah. Over trigger, yeah. over trigger and DP, pretty strong. Over trigger, yeah. as long as it's my one my one hundred fifty thousand four critical gallop. All right, just double that. Eight crits, just just uh, just guard it. <laughs> Should have just guarded it. Clearly, also yeah. it, also if they have Linka, they can just break through. Yeah, mm. that was my weekend. <laughs> Good old interactive dimension, please. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, you want to right. tell us a little bit about shop challenge or? Oh uh, yeah, that was a thing that happened, huh? So yeah, I went to my sh- I went to my locals for the first time in ages over the weekend and got roped into a shop challenge because that's just happened to be what they were doing. So I showed up with Battle Sisters. Uh, there were 15 people. So first round, I got a bye. Second round, I played against uh, Highlander Bermuda. So uh, they got a bit tilted because I didn't ride up to three because they damage denied me. Uh, then I did the uh, Amaterasu Momo play with the Calico and mm-hmm. took them to one card in hand. So they could not use Heltrauda. So I was spared the triple Vanguard restand. Uh, they went into Tiroa. I took the one drive restand and with force two, so that wasn't too terrible. And then next turn, I just and then next turn, my drive track was crit crit over trigger. Get on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Round three, I played against Dimension Police. I mm. got hit with a like very large grand gallop that had a lot that had a lot of criticals and like five drive tracks, and they Damn. had Linka. Damn, that's tragic. You got outplayed, you know, it just is what it is. Yeah. Uh, round four, I played against Flagberg Colony. Uh, they played a lot of grade threes because they had, like, Flagberg, Inlet Pulse, that one Mega Colony card that has, like, a guard restrict. Yep. So they were just bricking on, like, five grade threes in their hand and could not stop a regular Momo with no boosts. Yeah, the the, the, weakness, the Flagberg Colony is certainly uh, quite a bit weaker than the uh, mm-hmm. Order Colony from, prior, from previous format. Yeah. It's. I think that's more copium than playing Shieldfisher. Shieldfisher, at least, like I think eighteen K body. Yeah. You just have no hand in the mm-hmm. Fiber one. Yeah, yeah, it's and ironic. like that one, I did ride up to three because I went first. I knew better than to let them have the Flagberg turn. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, that one I just rode up because I wasn't giving them the Flagberg turn. Then, uh, after a little bit of confusion, we cut the top four, which I was somehow a part of. Okay. I was like not 
I was not entirely expecting to be there. I was kind of ready to just like chill out and open some packs, but like uh, I played top four, so I played against Gurgit. They did not have a perfect guard against the ADK for crit Momo. Get out. Nice. Uh, I think they like hard guarded the first one, and then on the reswing, they were just like, "Yeah, like what are you gonna do?" And then extend the hand. Yeah. yeah, like and then finals. I played against the same DP guy and got hit with a one hundred and fifty thousand restanding gallop with four criticals. Not bad. And Linka under it. Sure. At least, like, you lost to the same guy, so you're just like, yeah, all right. In the same way. Isn't that yes. beautiful? <laughs> Consistency. Yeah. Mm hmm. But yeah, uh, the first, like, the first time I played against the DP guy, they had like 10 cards in their hand, and I wasn't oh. confident in Momo being able to do anything. Second mm -hmm. time, I got an Amaterasu and a crit early, took them to like five damage, but they actually did survive Momo because I didn't have Calico. Oh. That's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Calico's so, at four, right? You just can't use it as a starter. Yeah, Calico's at four. Just can't be used as first vanguard. Understood. How, how many do you run now? Four. Deck? four? <laughs> you have to. You want to see it, so yeah. you yep. have to play maximum. Even like though, like, how, the, uh, even though like the second one's pretty bad. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, enigmatic. How enigmatic assassin used to be. Um. No, because that one you don't mind seeing like all four of, right? Yeah, like That's Calico cool. is a card you see once, and then it's a ten k shield. Yep. Mm -hmm. The second one is much worse. Or if you draw two Amaterasu's like on your way to finding one Calico, it's pretty sad too. Yeah. Like okay, <laughs> two is still doable because like seventy k three crit is still pretty hard to guard. Uh, it's when you it's when you lose more than that, and then you have one Amaterasu left in deck. You're less like, all right, this is very sad now. Take one on damage, draw one. You're like, this is great. <laughs> the you only get the buy card if you won the shot yes, challenge. Yes, correct. Rip. Oh, well. Came close, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm well, going uh, back this weekend for Standard. Uh, my friend should be sending over cards I accidentally sent to his place, so I might just be playing like a really janky Drajeweled deck for shits and giggles. Nice. Unfortunately, uh, I had ordered like the 10k draw triggers, and they got sent back to the vendor, and now they cost like three times as much as when I ordered them. Upsetting. That is yes. upsetting. So, yeah, I feel like know. they just make shit up with the mail sometimes. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, like, okay, so for example, Rootbeer here sent me some cards, uh, what is it, two and a half weeks ago now? Yep. Okay, so I wasn't getting them, and uh, I we, we just didn't know what happened to them. I assumed they got lost, and then in the mail today, <laughs> I got uh, Rootbeer's original... Like like envelope with the cards in it, and it that was like, like a dog ate it. It it was like ripped, uh, like mm -hmm. not torn all the way open, but just like mangled, right? Okay. And then uh, there was an envelope around it, like it was in a bigger envelope, and the envelope was basically like you know return to sender postage required. And I was like, but he's the sender. Yeah, like <laughs> you got it. And I also, got it. Okay, they cool. put a stamp on it. Like I don't know what they're on about. Yeah, like the stamp was already there. Um, it wasn't like sufficiently damaged or something. Like, just it seems like they made something up where they're like, "All right, we're gonna pretend we're returning to sender, but we know where it's supposed to go. It has yeah. a stamp on it." I Maybe also they... don't know why it looked like a dog ate it because I sent you something in the exact same type of envelope before, and it was fine. Um, 
Did you put it in like uh, one of those USPS mailboxes on the street? Or uh... I mean, yeah. Okay, so that's always like apparently a gamble because <laughs> th- those things are, you know, people are putting all kinds of shit in there, and mm-hmm. maybe it got ripped up by a different package or something or corrugated cardboard. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't know. It was funny because I I had lost all hope and I was like, all right, I guess this isn't happening. And then yeah. whoop, bam, shows up. Damn, I would have had to refund you a whole 20 bucks. <laughs> You'll live. Um, <laughs> oh, so I, I, I know that's kind of a short episode, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. W- w- was there anything else to to this? Or? I mean, not really, unless you just wanted to talk about new reveals, but I don't think you play any of the like newly revealed stuff. Uh, fate have... right... Sorry, go like, ahead. No, I was like, Fate Rider is a thing. Like, we can start talking about what the Chrono Jet set is shaping up to be because the cards look pretty strong. Not gonna lie. Yeah, well, and uh, are really excited about that. Yeah, and they like did the thing that I thought they wouldn't do, which is they made Flip Fate Rider flip up something for the Crest card. Okay. Like, I honestly didn't think they would do that just because, like, I, I I saw Calibum being a GB two. I'm like, huh, questionable. And now, like, Fate Rider flips something up. It has the same thing where it gives 5k for, like, each thing face up in the G-Zone. And then, you know, there's the Crest card. So it feels like they're giving Chrono Jet a lot of power gain very quickly. I'm a little, like, leery about that. It does seem quite strong, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think people are quite excited for this set, too. Yeah. I guess, the only thing is, I guess, your opponent will technically always be able to play before you, just because if you go first, you can't stride, and your opponent will be able to get their grade 3 turn first. And then, you know, if you're going second, then your opponent still just gets their grade 3 turn first. I mean, but we were just in a format where grade 4s were the best. Yeah. So And, like, Bruce has been a pretty consistently strong... Like, there have been enough decks that already kind of had a nothing turn 3, right? Yep. So it's interesting that they're allowing Chrono Jet to be like so fast. Um, so Fate Rider's effect is uh, Auto on Van. When it attacks, Counterblast one, flip something in G Zone face up, put a, uh, one rear guard to the bottom of the deck, search your deck for up to one unit card with the same grade as the grade of the card sent by this cost plus one, call it rare. And then choose one of your units, and it gets plus 5k for each face-up card in G-Zone, like you said. Uh, the way this is worded is this. You can do this to an opponent's card, right? Uh, let me see. I have to go double-check Fate Rider. Where is it? It says put one rear guard to the bottom of your deck, but it doesn't say one of your rear guards. Well, I mean, if you're putting it to the bottom of your deck, yeah, okay. that kind of so... implies it. So, yeah, it's like a pseudo-time leap. Oh, also, you're like paying a, co- a cost. Yeah, it's a cost. You can only pay costs with your own cards, Atlas. Guess so. R.I.P. <laughs> I was like, hold Reading? on. I've been watching the Yu-Gi-Oh! Mass Roulette on Disease Channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, it's so funny. They refuse to read things. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's, it might be one of my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh! series because it's just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's Master Saga between, like, Dizif and Farfa, and MBT just happens to be this ghostly presence that shows up halfway through. <laughs> MBT is something. Yep. All right, He's a strange guy, that dude. It's true. He lost to, Ar- he lost to Arm Dragon White at one point. 
Mm-hmm. It was incredibly good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I've been doing no. that. Yeah, and so far, like, all of the support revealed for, like, the Cray cross cards are just, like, orders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so all of the reveals are just randomly, like, double R orders. One one thing I like about the um, the gear stuff is that it's not just Plower plus 5,000. I know. I mean, it is, but, like, well, also pl- there's stuff that's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, like there's power plus five thousand, but there's also shield plus five thousand. Right. And well, there's 5, power 000. plus ten thousand. True. And power <laughs> plus five thousand times X. Yeah. Uh does Calibum put things to the bottom of the deck? Has Calibum been revealed yet? Uh yeah. It was like one of the first things revealed. Oh shit. Uh let's see, stride deck set. It shows what I know. Yeah. Or no, not Calibum, Bailey. Sorry, wrong card. I'm being lied to. Is Calibum even in the set? I just got those completely mixed up. Oh uh, yeah, Steam Fighter Bailey. Uh, that's the grade three, where it's like GB two. If any player's rear guards were put to the bottom of the deck, it gets 10k. Uh oh, it lets you draw when discarded for stride. Never mind. Oh, okay, never mind. But yeah, um, yeah, board. we'll see. We'll see if it's uh, exciting. I, I think like one thing that kind of annoys me about D. Is they mm-hmm. keep like showing cards that say and power plus five thousand. I'm yeah. like, yeah. please stop. No, stop. Just put a You'll... grade three in oh no, if your soul has a grade three, you can put a grade three into your soul, draw a card, and it gets power plus five thousand. At least you get the draw. That does, that doesn't bother me so much in yeah. that case. But it's literally where it goes, all right, when this is played, power plus five thousand. Anything else? Nah. Like, oh, what about that's your double R research orders to give something five thousand? Oh my god! Yeah. I like how um, there's only one research order right now, so that requires drawing three of the same order yeah. and resting them all. Well, I mean, we're getting the second one in like this weekend, eventually. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, and then and uh, also like the card that does that is also a research order. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, uh, are you going to um? How much? How much you think this research order is going to be? I have no idea. I'm just hoping people at my locals are on Eva. I'm hoping that the people at my locals like aren't on Eva, but I'm not confident. I'm definitely swiping any hexa orb orders off of people because I doubt anyone's playing that shit. Well, the, yeah, that card's gonna be like pennies. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the one you're opening. You're, you open and you're mad about it. Yeah, except for me because I'm one of those losers who actually plays hexa orb. Damn, rip hexa orb. There's this. Uh... Stoikea Grade 2 mm-hmm. uh, promo that's getting released, I think, this month. And mm-hmm. um, it, the it, the effect is literally just end phase, you can retire this unit and call two plant tokens. And that is completely ancillary, you would think. But because it says end phase, that works incredibly well in Big Valley. Um because Big Belly's effect activates when something's retired during battle or end phase. <laughs> so you can just use her effect, get two plant tokens, and then draw one. Or even funnier, uh, against Narukami, you like play her during your like grade three turn, blow her up, and then put the two plant tokens in the front and be like, you better bind them. Otherwise, uh, go, in, you know, go into Stunverse, do the thing. But uh, they're plant tokens, so they disappear. 
It's uh, a. Yeah. I like I mean, it. I, th I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in that situation, they'll probably just exterminate, draw two, get a million power. They still have to waste the stuff to yeah. um, blow them up. It's pretty. Well, that's funny. fine, right? Like they're still. Yeah. Like that's fine. I think the bind. I think the binding in that situation is just kind of incidental. Like they're just looking mm -hmm. for like. Re they have like the grade four Virena and Cho O as restanders, and they just get the plus two for free. Yeah. Or almost free. I'm trying anything I can to because like that's my worst matchup. And uh mm -hmm. the, a lot of the people's way, worst matchups. The way I've been getting around it is uh Rocket Hamadon to just make the turn three hit harder. Mm -hmm. Um and then God forbid otherwise, because I, I, I realize you can't sit on compass line because they're just like, all right, demolition dragged into the back row. All <laughs> right. You're like, okay, kill me. Um Ooh. Yeah, Narcon so, is I do. a hell of a matchup. I'm glad I dodged it this weekend. I'm surprised you didn't run into it. Um, yeah, was well, there I mean, somebody there with people, it? There was only so. Uh, there was somebody on Narcomi. I think they were playing uh, Reverse. Okay, That's... I don't know if they were on uh, what's his name. Uh, Command. Yeah, I, I just call him Steve. Somebody Steve. else called him Steve. I don't remember who. I just saw it on Twitter, but now I just call him Steve all the time. My friend Scott has Steve, which is just a funny sentence in and of itself. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I may or may not be ordering that one, like gr that one forerunner that like rides sweep command when something is retired. Yeah, because that card is very silly. It is. I forgot what it's called. Um, uh, first Thunder Draco Kid. So. Uh, when an opponent's rear guard is put in the drop zone by uh, their effect from cards... God, that's such dumb wording. Mm -hmm. When an opponent's rear guard is put in the drop zone by your card effect, if you have a grade 3 or greater vanguard with Eradicator, you can pay the cost. If you do, look at top 10, search for a sweep command, and ride it. So you can, like, uh, interrupt dragon or whatever it's called, and then rewrite into sweep command. You get an Excel circle... Probably Excel too, so you draw and also just bind their front row. Mm -hmm. It's uh, very vomit inducing. It's a good time. Yeah. Plus, you have like Unruly Dragon and other fun tools. That's what it's called, Unruly Dragon. Yeah, you're the intercept guy. I did I did avoid a. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you have to use un Unruly Dragon because doesn't impede like just bind directly? Uh, yeah, it binds. This and is from the then... time when it binds uh, and then retires. So it, it's, uh, no, uh, yeah, no, it like retires and binds. So that one does trigger first thunder. Yeah, because that was from the time where like Narukami would retire and then bind it, which was mm -hmm. weird. It's uh, I don't know. I I hate playing against it, and it sucks. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty much burnt out. Uh, you know, thanks thanks everybody for listening to Nexus tonight. Uh, thanks to Darren, Cole, Josh, Jeremy, GR for ten, being $10 patrons. If you want to see more content from us, uh, patreon.com slash Nexus at night, whole ass bonus show every week. You get videos early. Uh, if you want to join our discord, it's a dollar. Mm -hmm. It helps, helps support the show and you get our uh, link to our discord. Um, and, uh, $5 or more, you can get a whole ass bonus show every week. Uh, merch, play mats, all that good stuff. Where can they find the rest of us? Find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's. Find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter, Instagram, and then you can follow my other show 
at Generation Dan on Twitter or oh, Generation God. underscore Dan on Instagram. Uh, I will be in Cleveland during the last weekend in November for, uh, uh, you know, shows with the Generation Dan guys. So nice. If nice. you're in the Midwest, come out and see us. And uh, oh yeah, at Nexus at Night on Twitter. Forgot to say that. Thanks everybody <laughs> for listening. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. <laughs>